This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. This is a Radio Labour report recorded on Wednesday, October 26, 2022. I'm Mark Belanger. Corporations in the United States have grown even more powerful as labor unions continue to be weakened. The result has been greater economic inequality and laws which make it even harder for workers to join unions. But there are solutions. Robert Reich, a former labor secretary in the Bill Clinton administration, has produced a video on how corporations have been redesigning the economy for themselves and what can be done. Mr. Reich is currently a professor at the University of California, Berkeley. Big corporations have become so dominant that workers and consumers have fewer options and have to accept the wages and prices these giant corporations offer. This has become even worse now that thousands of small businesses have had to close as a result of the pandemic, while mammoth corporations are being bailed out. At the same time, worker bargaining power has declined as fewer workers are unionized and technologies have made outsourcing easy allowing corporations to get the labor they need for cheap. These two changes in bargaining power didn't happen by accident. As corporations have gained power, they've been able to gut anti-monopoly laws, allowing them to grow even more dominant. At the same time, fewer workers have joined unions because corporations have undermined the nation's labor laws. And many state legislatures, under intense corporate lobbying, have enacted laws making it harder to form unions. Because of these deliberate power shifts, even before the pandemic, a steadily larger portion of corporate revenues have been siphoned off to profits and a shrinking portion allocated to wages. Once the economy tanked, the stock market retained much of its value, while millions of workers lost jobs and the unemployment rate soared to Great Depression-era levels. Meanwhile, as unions have shrunk, so too has their political power. In 2009, even with a Democratic president and Democrats in control of Congress, unions could not muster enough votes to enact a simple reform that would have made it easier for workplaces to unionize. All the while, corporations have been getting states to enact so-called right-to-work laws, barring unions from requiring dues from workers they represent. Since worker representation costs money, These laws effectively gut the unions by not requiring workers to pay dues. In 2018, the Supreme Court, in an opinion delivered by the court's five Republican appointees, extended right to work to public employees. This great shift in bargaining power from workers to corporate shareholders has created an increasingly angry working class, vulnerable to demagogues peddling authoritarianism, racism, and xenophobia. Trump took full advantage. All of this has pushed a larger portion of national income into profits and a lower portion into wages than at any time since World War II. That's true even during a severe downturn. For the last decade, most profits have been going into stock buybacks and higher executive pay rather than new investment. So what can be done to restore bargaining power to workers and narrow the widening gap between corporate profits and wages? For one, make stock buybacks illegal, as they were before the Securities and Exchange Commission legalized them under Ronald Reagan. This would prevent corporate juggernauts from siphoning profits into buybacks and instead direct profits toward economic investment. Another solution, enact a national ban on right-to-work laws 
thereby restoring power to unions and the workers they represent, require greater worker representation on corporate boards, as Germany has done through its employee co-determination system. This is all about power. The good news is that rebalancing the power of workers and corporations can create an economy and a democracy that works for all, not just a privileged few. And that's it. Labor News You Can News. You can listen to our daily newscasts and features at radiolabor.net. I'm Mark Belanger. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.